Hey, are you ready? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the St. Michael Podcast, one man's attempt at business, family, and comedy. I'm your humble and gracious host, Michael Agbajan, and we have here super producer, Simeon. Young. What's good? What's good? What's good? We're coming live and direct from Dallas, Texas on Thanksgiving Eve, day before Thanksgiving, so we tapped in today. Thanksgiving Eve, 47th episode. Man, we making strides, 47. Almost close to that big 5-0. Yeah, what's so special about the number 47? Did you have a special thing about the number 47 or no? Man, I, mean, I can't really think of anything on top of my head about the number 47. Do you, have a number, do you have a favorite number in general? If I had to have a favorite number, it would probably be uh, 88. <laughs> For real? Why? 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 Man, I don't... Uh, uh, Michael Irvin was my favorite, one of my favorite players growing up. So. Yeah, yeah. 88. I actually met him uh, a couple summers ago. He, was, he, uh, he had a football camp at UNT, so I was... Blessed to meet him, bro. Very, he's very, very cool. Like how he is on TV is how he is in real bro. life. He's yeah, yeah. Down to earth, bro. That's really cool. Yeah, but you know, look, there's a lot of. Th- well, I have a favorite number. Mine is three. Three. <laughs> yeah, number three. I think it's like a juicy number. It's just all round. You know what I mean? But why three though? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like three. Three is a special number. Um, the one after that, I would think like seven. You know? Seven. Okay. Seven. Seven special. Um, maybe 11, but that's a little cliche. I was, I was going to say 11 too. You were? Yeah, I was going to say 11. Too late though. You know what I'm saying? You though. said 88. 88, <laughs> man. Man. So, you know, I have a lot to catch y'all up on because I don't know if y'all remember, you know, a few episodes ago I said, you know, one of my favorite employees had these emergencies that he had to deal with and, you know, had to kind of take a pause from work. And I wasn't really worried about it, even though he was a serious, like piece of the chain that we have. And, um, the reason I said I didn't really worry about too much is that when someone quits, usually someone comes along from either the past or just new saying, Hey, are you, are you hiring? And it did happen. You know, I actually had two people, two of which worked for me in the past saying, Hey, Michael, can we get some work in? And one person, they came in, look, I said, Hey, we could set you up, you know, with the, with a part time. And he's like, okay, I'm, I'm down for it. So I said, do you have a car? Yes, I have a car. Do you have a phone that's working? Yes, I have that. I'm like, all right. And after that, you know, we set him up with an interview for him to come through. I get there to meet him for the interview and tell me why I see him on foot walking towards me. I was like, what's going on? So he pulled up. I said, hey, where's your, I thought you had a car. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, the dash, something was wrong with the dash. So, you know, um, I gave it to my brother to go like get repaired and just to make sure everything's all right for the job. I was like, all right, cool. So, you know, he, we tested him out to see like where he is detailing wise again. Everything seemed like all good. And I was going to set him up for particularly his first day of coming back. Right. But then, you know, um, the day was going to come back. I said, Hey, um, where's your car? And he says, Oh man, it got towed because I need to get another part of it fixed. I'm like, do you really have a car? You know? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a car. And then, then I asked him with his phone, I was like, all right, with your phone, it works, right? And he said, yeah, because he has an iPhone. And I was like, all right, you know, um, who's your service with? He says, actually, it's not working right now as far as service. I actually, like, you know, work it through Wi-Fi. So there's always some kind of catch with this gentleman, you know? And I was like, man, I just, so I haven't put him in. I haven't inducted him in because, you know, obviously there's some 
catches to this particular situation. But then another person called right after him. And this guy worked for me in the past. And I mean, the, <laughs> the stuff that happened in the past, I remember, you know, he had a situation that was happening for him personally and that he was going to go away for a while. So he said, hey, Michael, these next two weeks, hey, fill me up. I need to work as hard as I can so I can make sure my family's good and everything. Right. I was like, all right, cool. Next two weeks. The next day he didn't show up. He disappeared. That's wild. Yeah. I was like, uh, and I'm calling him and I'm like, calling. I was like, where is this guy? You know, so I called the friend who referred him to work with us. Mind you, this guy was with us for at least a year. So I'm like, he just disappeared. So, you know, call his friends. I don't know what's going on. I go on. I know he followed, you know, the, the water boys like Instagram. So I went to his Instagram. Tell me why I see him at Disney World. Say what? <laughs> he's at he's in Disney World, like with his like fam at Disney World. And I was like and I text. I was like, hey, are you at Disney World? And he says, oh, yeah, I just want to make sure. You know, the last thing I do with my family is like something big that's memorable and this and that. I'm like, but bro, that's a whole trip. Like you're in that's Florida. A trip, bro. During, <laughs> during a pandemic. Bro. <laughs> no, it wasn't during a pandemic. This yeah, is, was yeah, this was a year and a half ago. Oh. Yeah. He's came back. Like he's asking now, like, Hey, are you hiring? You know, just the same guy who disappeared to dis Disneyland before. So I'll, there's always these things where I'm like, do I give you third or second chances? You know what I mean? I mean, second and third chances. Cause I personally feel that second second chances are like overrated. Like, are do you are you big on second chances? Yeah, I'm big on on uh, second chances. I think second chances are cool, but I feel like when someone shows you who they are, that's who they are. You know, true. true. It's, a, it's an old saying that goes: when someone shows you the first time who they are, believe them. Yeah, believe them, and I feel that way. Like, you know, and to bring them back, because you know they say you got to remember the people who help you move forward, and you got to remember the people who kept you back. You know, true, true, true. so it's little situations where. You know, you forget that because you're like, hmm, I do need somebody to replace somebody, you know, somebody else. And you kind of get into that moment where you make decisions based on convenience versus like based on what's best for the team, based on what's best for the business. So um, I'm going to have to, again, think about this and put it on pause because, you know, a lot of people right now are like, you know, trying to get some work in. A lot of people are trying to figure out what they need to do in the in between time. So, you know, that's something that I'm working out right now. Um, but then also. You know, I had some previous incidences with um, app developers. So <clears throat> I was like, okay, I've had these two people or two companies that I've been looking to uh, work with when it comes to developing like the Waterboys, you know, app, right? Mm -hmm. The issue that I've found is that, and this is with a lot of people, not just these two, partic two particular companies, is that the people who are creative, like the smaller companies, people who are really creative, if they don't get their business side down, like business processes, communication processes and all that down, sometimes the, the miscommunications or the misrepresentations are due to just bad communication. You know, like in the in the first person that I'm trying to inquire about, you know, their app development, you know, they're, they're telling me that they could do all these things. But then when I ask for, OK, who what portfolio, what references do you have? Then they don't provide any. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you're like you have to scramble to try to make sense of what their abilities are, you know, versus them having it laid out that we've done this, this is what we could do and blah, 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 blah. So you got to kind of pry all this information out of somebody. And then randomly as I'm trying to make decisions, because, you know, we've been talking about, you know, whether to move forward or not, you know, they, they send me an email or um, a message on Facebook and they're like, Hey, um, are you going to kind of the tone? This is what the tone I got. Are you going to move forward with us or not? You know? And I'm like, see, just because you do what you do, don't forget that I'm paying you 
if anything, and that you're still in sales. If yeah, you don't, I don't, I don't you so no, you said that are you gonna move forward with this or not? Yeah, yeah, kind of like are you gonna move forward with this or not? And that's I'm cool. like, if you're asking, like, if I've come to a decision, no, you know, that's a little too strong. Though. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I feel. But see, people get because they look. If you're talking about something that you're gonna spend anywhere between thirty and fifty thousand dollars on, even more, to me, that's that's big. You know, yeah. I don't know how what they what they're familiar with and what companies they use and all this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day. Uh, you're still in sales. So you're going to figure out how to talk to people and how to, you know, get people in and provide them with clarity so they don't have to like ask all these questions just to figure things out. So that was him. So that kind of threw me off. I was like, look, this guy's impatient. I already even mentioned, I was like, if there's someone else in your company that I could work with, you know, that has more time to kind of help me answer, you know, answer some of these questions, you know, let me know. And he said, oh yeah, yeah, we'll make time. And again, same thing happened. You know, we met, it's about 30, 45 minutes, me explaining you know, what I want, them just listening and I'm asking them questions, giving short answers. And then basically the next communication I get is, hey, would you like to move forward with this you know, or not? You know, so I feel like that type of tone, which is inappropriate to trying to close a deal. You know, he could say, hey, just checking. Do you have any more questions? You know, but instead, you know, instead of saying, hey, you have any more questions or anything more I can help you with? He's like, hey are you going to come to a decision and moving with us or should we move on? You know what I mean? Like as if like they're the person who's paying me in a, in a, in a sense, you kind of understand what I'm saying? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And then the second person, this one was like the most annoying, you know, it's because all right, this person I know I'm familiar with culturally, you know? So, um, he developed an app for himself and I'm like, okay, you know, he said he has his own like, uh, app development company. So I'm like, okay, you have an own app development company. So you, where's your team? And he said, well, part of the team, <clears throat> part of the team is in Virginia. Part of the team is in Washington. I was like, oh, okay. So I'm trying to get all these questions because he owns all these other companies and all that. I'm like, are you sure you, so this is a, you have an app development company where you like lead a tech team. He said, yeah. So again, I keep trying to do my due diligence, getting this whole we're, you know, this is what we are, you know, look, I'm not really understanding exactly what the business is. So eventually he says, you want to get on the phone with my tech team? I said, sure. I would love that. I think that'll be very helpful. So, you know, to answer some of these questions again on the, um, so we get on a conference call with the tech team. And the first thing I hear was like an Indian accent, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, hello, mate. Yeah, this is, uh, it's, I think it's like Punjab or whatever. And I was like, Punjabi. Yeah, like, hey, this is Pun- no, Unib, you know? Okay. Hey, this is Unib from, I was like, oh. So immediately in my head, what popped off was, your tech team's not here. <laughs> you know, your tech team, <laughs> you know, isn't here. Is that the uh, support tech or something? <laughs> yeah, and then he, but this is, so I asked, I was like, what, what, what city are you in? He says, I'm in Pakistan. I was like, oh. oh. So I already know how the whole Upwork or online.ph or finding someone to de- develop your app you know, overseas, I, I know about that whole business. Right. So I'm like, Oh, this is in essence, someone farming out work to others. It's almost like when you do, let's say websites or graphic design, like you could bring in the business, but you're going to kind of push it to all these workers to kind of do it out, you know, pu- uh, push it out for cheap. Right. So then I'm confused. Cause I'm like, Oh, okay. I thought it was, you know, uh, in America, but Hey, let me continue. Right. So I'm talking, asking questions. And the one particular app that I liked that they showed me, because I didn't like any of them they showed me, but the one particular one that I, that I, that I liked, I said, hey, 
um, what about this app? I'll, you know, I'll name the app. And he's like, um, I don't. Um, and then the person who is supposed to kind of work between this whole app development, the leader of the company was like, jumped in like, hey, yeah, yeah. Remember, remember we talked about that? Oh, you know, now I'm feeling like, oh, you're trying to save him from like getting you in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then. I'm like, okay, so you never worked on this app? He's like, no, 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 we actually, uh, we, so again, speaking for him again, so, you know, it starts getting awkward. So now I end the call and I said, hey, <clears throat> I want to talk to you because I feel like there's a little bit of misrepresentation happening, you know? And he's like, oh, why is that? He says, because in the end of the call, he was pushing me to say, hey, Michael, maybe, maybe like, like we can't, you know, help you with your vision. Maybe it's almost like saying, Maybe you can't afford us right now. You know what I mean? Maybe, you, you know, you're um, you're being too picky and maybe we're just not for you. It's like, no, no, no. Let's not get it twisted. That was crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, I said, what you were sending me as samples didn't work. They weren't close at all to what I'm talking about. And I did, wasn't ready to move forward. The only one that you did send me, the guy never created. And he's like, oh, okay. I said, yeah, that's the problem. Like, is you're being inconsistent. Things that you're saying are, are, aren't consistent. He's like, yeah, but I was like, is this a company? And he said, yeah, it's a company. I was like, so does this gentleman, do you pay him exclusively? Does he work for you? And he says, well, you know, I don't think it's a fair question. I was like, what do you mean it's not a fair question? He says, you know, me telling you like what our splits are and what I split with this. I'm like, I didn't ask you your splits. I asked you, is this person like, do you subcontract with him or is this an employee? Yeah, but I feel like that's like proprietary, you know, to, to my company. I was like, man, uh, it just gets to a point where jumping through loops, man. Yeah. You just want clear, clean communication. And that's the hard part is that, you know, when you're, you're talking about improving in business, <laughs> improving in business, you're talking about going from uh, uh, creative to doing the technical, right? Yeah. You got to structure your company in a way to support like, Clarity, like just like how you do for your employees, like you, you know, you want to bring them in where everything's transparent or what you do for your customers, everything's transparent. That's what you got to push out to potential customers. You know, like it's like, why would I need to ask and fish for all these like questions trying to figure out is this legitimate or not? And I know if I'm about to make a thirty dollars to $50,000 investment into something, I mean, I want to have pure clarity and I ask questions that were really hard. I feel like some some stuff I could have just said, you know what, let's start, you know, let's drop the $5,000 deposit and let's start this process. But I knew I'm like, even though I feel good about it and I, and I really am ex- you know, excited to even do it. I just don't feel like I've asked enough questions. Or I've got down to the nitty gritty because I've been in a situation before. I didn't ask those questions and I always get duped, you know? Yeah. And it's one of those things where you got to figure out like, all right, ask the hard questions. That's why I, I even tweeted out the other day about, you know, uh, trust is important. You know, but or trusting your guts important, but still ask more questions like you have to ask more questions because, you know, um, that's where you get to the truth, which I did. You know, so so far I told him, like, hey, we're going to have to table this whole thing, you know, no, you know, uh, no hard feelings. But I really kind of was confused at how people try to project themselves. You know, they want to show themselves as a or the company as a certain something. And you can't just slap a, you know, a website and an entity together and say, hey, it is this, you know, like. People ask me like, with the car wash all the time. They say, hey, are, are you employed? Like the people who work for you, are they employees or the contractors? You know, and that was actually an example that I gave him. I'm like people ask me that question all the time. It's not unfair. I think they want to know, are these people that you're, are you just upcharging me extra just to get another company to come do this? Because I could just find another company. Or 
are you employing these people? And this is all in-house through you. You handle everything, right? Like, I feel like it's an important distinction to understand that. Is this company legit? Like, are they looking to grow this in a way that actually makes sense and works for the customer and their needs? Or are you some type of middle contractor who, you know, like the locksmith, if you ever call for a locksmith, Mm -hmm. they'll hook you up with like local locksmiths in the area. And when the locksmith comes in, you know, you'll get your lock done or whatever. And they'll say, Hey, next time you need your locks changed or whatever, call me directly. Same thing happens with tow, tow drivers. You call a tow company. They're not really, a tow company is more of a dispatch, you know, and they contact all these other tow companies. And when that tow company comes and tells for you, they say, hey, next time you need a tow, call me directly. That's the way if you don't have it where they aren't employees and the subcontractors, the subcontractor is going to say, I can make more money going to you directly versus like, you know, giving a piece to these other companies that are kind of like dispatching us, you know. So I think that there is a important distinction to say, like, if you're going to be legitimate and be clear about your business, like put it all up front, like show like actual work, like show your portfolio, like don't have it to where someone has to dig and ask to see like if y'all are legit, you know, this is to me an observation of people just doing kind of just poor business. You know, I, I you could just do much better, but you know, there's a, I know I've been talking to y'all the last few weeks about clubhouse and you, you even mentioned it earlier today. Yeah. So I've been on it uh, the last couple of days, man. And I feel like the best Hours to be on Clubhouse is in the morning, like two to five in the morning. Why? That's when, like, the, the like, I don't know. And for me, because I got invited to cook to like, like 2 a.m.? 2 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just been like uh, getting a free game, bro. Like, stuff I didn't even know about. Like, that's one thing about life, bro. Every day you have an opportunity, like, to get free game every day. That's what I'm saying. But do you, do you know about the Thanksgiving beef that's going on on there? Nah, bro. Feel me on. Man, bro. okay. So, Joe Budden strikes again. Oh, man, this guy. Joe Budden strikes again. So basically what's happening on on uh, Clubhouse, and it's weird because it's really a culture war, is that there's been groups. I'm talking about, like, large rooms where there's, like, 300, 400, 500 people in there. And what's happening is that they feel that because the culture, the black culture, is making this, you know, app very hot, that they deserve a certain level of equity into the business and they're now making demands as far as what this company needs to do clubhouse and their co-founders need to do in order for us as black people to move forward with this app, you know, and Joe Budden was the one who's saying this, this is him in the app. I mean, in a, in a room, he was like, Hey, I'm letting y'all know y'all like, you know, y'all want to get on here, um, have fun, you know, listen a little bit, have a good time. But look, what we're fighting for is much bigger. You know, I'm like, Look, I, I wasn't aware there's a fight going on, but basically they're saying that, you know, you need to create a safe, a safe place for, for black people to reside. And you need to make these changes with your app. And you need to have these people within your company to to move forward with the culture and all of this. Or we're going to take all our you know followers and everybody to the cookout, which is like supposed to be this other app, which I haven't seen yet. You know, and to me, I don't see how you could go into someone else's house and, and tell them. This, this is how you should build your house. I feel like if, if, if you're trying to make demands of what someone else created and have expectations for what someone else created, don't participate. Yeah. To me, it's another example of the whole Spotify, his deal with him and Spotify and his deal with him and Complex. His, the way he sees a business is that when he goes in, you know, um, that if you make it hot, that he should get a seat at the table 
or he should um, have equity. But what people don't understand is that, okay, if you made an outfit hot, think about that. If you made an outfit hot, you wore it and everyone wants to wear it now. That outfit also made you hot too. Mm-hmm. It's on both sides. It's, it's a, it's, it's a mutual thing. So if you now are on a, on a platform where you, you have garnered all these followers to finally say, Hey, now that I have all these followers, this is what I demand. You know, I feel like this is confusing it because I don't, I don't agree with going into a company or going into anybody's creation and saying, this is what you need to do with it in order for like us on behalf of everybody before we move forward. And that's what's kind of, you haven't heard about this beef that's happening? Nah, I never heard of the, about, about the Thanksgiving beef. Yeah, it's like, I mean, what are you grateful for for Thanksgiving? You know what I mean? It's like Joe Budden, I, didn't, you have a little gripes a little bit with him every now and then, right? Yeah, bro. I feel like he be t- like, he just one of those like grumpy, like grumpy old men, bro. He just like angry for no reason, bro. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like that is it. Issue? I feel like it, what it is, it's always a misunderstanding. And he thinks... Again, this is often just listening to him. But then these little groups, you know, because when he has a room, and again, if you're not familiar with the Clubhouse app, is basically a place where you could go and have really good conversations in, you know, in group settings online, you know, and uh, you can have talks with Meek Mill, 21 Savage, being vulnerable, really talking about the issues you have and people actually helping you in real time and having professionals, like if I have an issue with like, let's say DJ and someone could tap in DJ clue and he'll talk to me right, right now, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you could really tap in and listen to what's happening in and outside of the culture. And, you know, to see that this app has barely gotten started it's less than a year old. And we're already in a moment of like negative energy on what this app is doing for us or not. And that the fact that it's in its infancy, this is what we need to see going forward, you know, for our people. And, you know, I'm like, exactly. Like Clubhouse been getting spicy lately, though. It has, it has. But you see, like, w- like right after that happened, they had a group called like the Cap Olympics. Like they're just saying all this little, you know, they talking about like Joe Budden and another person. You know, I don't want to name them specifically, but you know, um, they're they're trying to lead to say that we're, we're watching out and looking to protect the culture. When really he, this other person is feeling like it's all pure cap. You know, like you're trying to you're trying to have power. You're trying to have greed, and especially now that it's in its infancy. They're trying to create this and almost like strong arm and hijack the app to say this is what it needs to be going forward. Are we out? You know, and um, I don't think it's genuine either. You know, he's going into these companies and he's saying this is what he thinks companies should do for him or for the culture when he should just build his own. I thought that was what his gripe was with Spotify. I'm like, OK, go build your own network. But then he, even when before he left uh, to Spotify, he was dissing Apple and then now he's back on Apple. Man, boys be delusional here. I just feel like this is just not how it works. You can't go into other people's anything and tell them how to do it, you know, unless you actually already have a seat at the table, but you can't already start griping because you just things you don't understand, you know? So again, it's just a big misunderstanding, but you know, there's a few other things that are happening out there. Like, um, you know, uh, Elon Musk is now the second world, like the second richest man in the world. Yeah. He's basically the Batman of the world right now. Yeah. Like he, like he surpassed Bill Gates, you know, like, I think he's at like 188 uh, billion dollars. Jeez. So, no, 128 billion. 128 billion. So he's right behind Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he's right behind Jeff Bezos. Yeah, think of yeah, basically uh you know how much is basically Batman without being Batman. Basically. Oh, well, when you say Batman, I I think more of like uh, Iron Man. Oh. Now we now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would think more like Iron Man. I think actually they based Iron Man's character off of him. Yeah. 
But, you know, so that's happening. That's huge, you know, because of Tesla. And, you know, they sold three times earnings, what people expected this year alone. So um, that's pretty amazing what kind of propped them up. Then also, because right now they're at $500 billion, you know, so he's, it's just wild what, like, what's happening there. But um, then also, no, is it $500 billion or $50 billion? I think it's 500. I want to know if there's if there's any stocks that he that that I can get into with with Elon Musk though. Tesla. Oh, Tesla. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, Tesla. Say less. Say less. Yeah, yeah. And then if you go to Robinhood, you could buy a, like parts of the stock because the stock is like uh, I don't want to get it wrong, but it's above a hundred dollars. So if you don't want to buy each share for that amount, you could buy portions. You could buy twenty dollars worth. You know. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm so I would say go there, soon. and then you got um. Square, they bought um, Credit Karma. Well, their tax side through tax preparation. So they bought them. And then the, even the last part, um, McCormick. Oh, you know the ones who do the seasoning? Yeah, McCormick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They the purchased um, Cholula. You know the Hispanic um, hot sauce with the woman? Oh, for real? Yeah. No, no way. 800 million. Ah. Whoo! That's, that's a bag. Yeah, I was like, man. Because I'm thinking they, they overpay for Cholula because... It's only five dollars in Walmart, so I'm like, yeah. "What are they really paying for?" But I get that they're buying the company. Looking at the bigger picture, yeah, because you know anybody who's in the hot sauce business or whatever, like the fact that you know they got that eight hundred million dollar sale. That, I mean, that's huge. You know, I have, uh, I have a question though. Do y'all use uh, Obey? Obey, no. Y'all use it? Uh huh. Okay. We used to use Accent though. That's not really. Is that, yeah, it is McCormick's Accent. Yeah, but we don't use it like that anymore though. Cause I think it has like a lot of MSG. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, but I did have a question. This is before we wrap up to the next segment. Um, what's the difference between, or is there a difference? This is a better question. Is there a difference between 73 degrees hot in your AC and 73 degrees cold on your AC? I think cold. Here's what I've encountered so I can give you a little bit more information. When I put it on 73, 73 degrees cold, okay, it blows like cool air. But when I put it on 73 degrees hot, it blows hot air. Yeah. But both are at 73 degrees. I've been trying to figure out how to make sense of it because shouldn't it be regardless, 73, 73 degrees? That's like saying, like, if you go outside, what's the difference between 73 degrees straight mm -hmm. or 73 degrees? Or 73 degrees with the breeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Actually, look, my wife made that same example. She's like, I think with wind, I'm like, well, ain't no wind in the house, you know? Ain't no wind in the house. It's all, it's so what is it? So shouldn't, like, shouldn't if you're going to put, like, any AC in your house, shouldn't it just be, like, 73 degrees? I mean, when I'm at the crib, I mine is always between 71, 73. Mm -hmm. Some people I know, they'll go like 65, 68. Like, but they put it on, seven, like, you talking about 75, 73 on cold, right? Yeah. But if would you ever put it on 75, 73 on heat? Uh, I have before. And it's different? And it's different? It's different. How? How? I just don't know. I, I guess it's the heat. I don't know how to explain. I don't know how 73 degrees hot and 73, 73 degrees cold are different. I guess it's like if you have a heater and you Turn the heater up a notch just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know it's a little, it's a little warm. It's, it's, it's warm. Instead of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I turn it up all the way, now it's getting toasty. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, so yeah, I do, I, I do see what you're saying to a certain extent, though. Yeah, yeah. Some, some questions that need answering. Um, but yeah, appreciate y'all. You know, this next segment is you know me, myself, and Bly, me, and my wife. 
have a good juicy conversation. Um, hope that you um, enjoy it. And um, if you listen to this during or after Thanksgiving, I hope you're having fun there. Um, we'll see you later. Any pardon notes? Uh, speaking of Thanksgiving, what's your favorite dish before we uh, step off here? Uh, my favorite dish for um, sides, whatever. Uh, the stuffing. The same stuffing, stuffing cranberry, is cranberry. See, the thing is with people though, they always say turkey is the most bland dish, mm-hmm. which to your fault it is, mm-hmm. but you have to season your turkey. Like, say Cajun turkey, yeah, Cajun turkey oh, or fried ooh. turkey. Yes, yeah, have you had talk. a fried turkey? I never had a fried turkey, but I had Whew. Cajun though. This is one, this it's is, different, uh, yeah. This is one year, my uh, I think my parents had some 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 uh, some turkey from Popeye, yeah, about the hell. The whole was good. <laughs> it was good. It was good from bro. Popeyes. From Popeyes. Ooh, oh uh, uh, yeah. So it was like a Cajun smoked turkey. Yes. Yeah. So I feel like that. Okay, I look at it like this. The, the it's too easy to say turkey because that's the most essential part of like Thanksgiving. But what's what other than turkey? Can you not like? Would it make Thanksgiving the same if you were you know were without it? And I would think stuffing. Like if I don't have my mom's stuffing, I'm like okay. You know, I need that. I I, I need that. Right I need there. my cranberry sauce on my rolls. Yeah, man. Go, do you like cranberry sauce with cranberries in it, or you like the cranberry can one? Either or, it don't matter. Either or, this guy. As I, I want the up, can. As I grew up, I like I like the one with the cranberry because I like it was like what's like I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like the one with the can because it's kind of jelly yeah. sweet. You know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know I'm getting all in the weeds, but that's how I see it. Like um, the stuffing, if you got on one spoon. If I have, uh, you ever heard of the Thanksgiving sandwich? Yes, I have. Yeah, where they had that roll full of everything. Like, like all right, when I have the st- uh, the stuffing or dressing, I don't know how where you're from, how you describe it, with the turkey and the cranberry sauce. Ooh, that bite right there. Man, that's what I look forward to. And then pecan pie is what I also look forward to. Pumpkin for me, man. Yeah, or yeah, is it pumpkin? or I like pumpkin over sweet potato, but um, pecan your, pie, yeah. Your mom put me on pumpkin, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we going in So are you ready For Thanksgiving Are you, are you going ready. to the Cowboy Oh they canceled The Cowboy game right No they didn't cancel it. So the thing is I, I decided I'm not going To the Thanksgiving game But um, The third Thanksgiving game The Ravens and Steelers Got canceled Tomorrow night Because oh, of uh, Positive COVID tests have, have, have came back So uh, I think They're pushing the game Back to Sunday Man Well Guess that says it all Says it all <laughs> Appreciate y'all for listening. We'll holla at y'all. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. What's good, E? What it do? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Duh. I should have a button where you press mm-hmm. and says, hey, what's good? How are you? <laughs> right? Because I have the same intro, right? It's all good. It's all good. I'm doing good today. I feel good. Uh, I feel great. Yeah, I'm, I feel good. Tell Thanks. me, so this is great. This yeah, is a whole different thing. So weird, right? Which, it was different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was off today, and um, I got some. I got. No, I ain't gonna say I got rest. I really mm-hmm. didn't get rest. I took a ten minute nap because um, it kept being interrupted by text messages. Mm. But I just like deep cleaned the house, and that just makes me feel good. You know, like sweeping and mopping and wiping stuff down. It just. You know, it just smells fresh in here. It smells good. It makes me feel good too. Yeah, it is a difference. I always say that's the, 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 the where to start when it comes to like mm-hmm. getting your environment better. Exactly. Just kind of picking up the toys and you know, just kind of straightening everything. It just makes me feel better. You know. Yeah, I was talking to um, my CPA today, mm-hmm. and um, 
a certified public accountant if <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know. So my CPA, um, she was telling me about how with her kids, mm -hmm. she can't stand when they lose toys. Oh, same. Yeah, she's like, there's toys. Like, we spent like $400 on these sets of this and this mm -hmm. and that. And the cousin came over, they traded. Oh, wow. And, you know, I'm like, but they're going to lose toys given how many toys, right? This she's is like, true. And she's like, no. <laughs> My toys are really organized. Mm. She said, like, it's really clean, super mm -hmm. organized, all the toys. And then it made me think, like, we need to do that. I will see. Okay. I did that. Mm -hmm. I did that this summer. But the thing is, they get so many toys, not from just us, but, like, from family. And, you know, they love their Happy Meals, so they get the toys from there. And it's just, like... You can straighten it, you can clean it, you can organize it, but over time it just gets messy and unorganized because obviously they don't know how to keep it clean. So that's like another project for me to do. I feel like that mom, the CPA, who has her kids' toys all organized, she probably does it. She probably that's probably yeah, like a she tool said, of hers that she does every day. She said her eleven year old, mm -hmm. she has like a strict schedule. Oh, wow. Okay. And she has like a calendar already filled out. She says she's been doing that since seven. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that she's like super organized. But the boy, he's like everywhere. Yo, of course. And see, we got two <laughs> boys. So both of them are all over the place, you know. Even when I when they when they go through their toys and they just throw stuff everywhere. And I get so frustrated. I'm like, no, let's go back in the room. Let's pick up all your toys. Even they take forever. Like they sit on the floor and they pick up a toy and they're like, oh, I didn't know I had this. And they're playing with it. I'm like, no, it's clean up time. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. they're just sitting there just like, ah, da, 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 da. and then I just end up doing it because I'm just like, oh, you know, so frustrated. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it starts off organized and then over time it's just like, whatever, just throw everything in there. Like, I don't even care. Yeah, because you don't know where to floor. put certain stuff. Like, you don't. The Hot Wheels. Exactly. They you have know? so many of those Hot Wheel tracks. <laughs> it's like, do I break it down or do I keep them? You know, as a roller coaster, yeah. do I keep them up? Like, that's always a struggle. That is a choice, they have so yeah. many of them, mm -hmm. you know? And then they don't play with their Hot Wheel tracks anymore because they can't find the Hot Wheel cars. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. And these little, these little tracks are Hot Wheel specific. Like, they, yes. if you just put anything in it, it doesn't work. It does not you know? work. So, um, yeah. So you clean up the house. Mm -hmm. um, makes you feel it just makes better me feel, inside and out. Yeah. And I had so much to do today and I just know, I knew that that was one thing I wanted to tackle, mm -hmm. which is like, you know, just deep cleaning the house. So thankfully I, I did all that, got that out the way and I did some other things around the house too. So just getting it out the way, you know, yeah. before Thanksgiving, not that we're going to have family over, but it's just always good to have like a clean house just in case the family wants to stop <laughs> just, by. <yeah. laughs> just in case. Just in case. You know? No one coming over. I know, right? No surprises. So when you come over, you smell it. You're like, oh, it smells so good in here. Guess because I just cleaned. Yeah, you're really big on that. Like the scent has to. It has. To, yes. <laughs> Every time um, you tell me that somebody came by, I'm like, oh, did you light a candle? Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, it's always something I always like if I know someone's coming, I'm mopping, I'm swiffering, I'm wiping things down. Like I have the washing machine going or something like I just want the house to smell fresh. I don't ever want somebody to leave and say, "Ooh, they house stinks. Yeah. Which yeah. I know our house doesn't. But I just love the smell of a clean house. I think it's important. House. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, there's certain scents like, mm -hmm. OK, what's your scent? That See, OK. I like, I'm, well, I'm starting now to get into... Don't mention the rose, but I just continue. You knew I was going to say, okay, I like, I'm starting now getting into like a rose scent. <laughs> so I like those rose candles, but I love more um, anything that smells like a spa. 
Mm-hmm. So like the sea salt candles, those are probably like my favorite. Right now I have like the amber, mm-hmm. what is it? Amber moss. Yeah, amber moss. That one is like so good. Yes, that's mm-hmm. like my top number one. And the number two is like anything sea salt. I just like the smell of a spa. You yeah. know, I like that smell. I don't but it know. can be like sea salt caramel or something like no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not into any of those caramels or uh, pumpkin pies, those Thanksgiving mm-hmm. scents. I don't like any of those. Vanilla. I used to like vanilla, but I, I don't like that either. I yeah. just like clean. Clean I, scent. I like, I like lemon. Yeah. You know, anything lemony, citrusy. I like that scent too because it just smells clean. That's what know? we do for our customers though. Oh, really? Yeah, we have these uh, standard smells. Mm-hmm. We have new car. Oh, I love a new car smell. Yeah, that's mm. the, that's probably the favorite one. Yes. And then we have um, <laughs> leather. Oh, I like leather too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People like that one, but that's I like do. a rare one. I like that one. Um, uh, fresh air. Oh, okay. Yes, I love that. And the mm-hmm. last one, linen. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who doesn't like the smell of clean laundry? Yeah, you yeah. Know? Do y'all ever have like weird requests like grass scent? I love oh. gra- the smell of cut fresh cut grass too. I'll be that'd be interesting. Actually, that's really smart if that even yeah. is out there. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I would like that. Fresh cut grass. Yeah, I like or the smell gasoline. Of it. <laughs> you know, I like the smell of gasoline too, but not for too long because then it gives me a headache. But I do yeah. like the smell of gasoline. Well, I told you about. Uh, one of our customers, he's been with us actually like nine years. Oh, dang. And I remember one time they put a scent in his car. Mm-hmm. as a wafer and they couldn't find it. Oh, no. Oh, he couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. He's like, where is this? Like, he was really upset. He's like, oh, where is was, this wafer? Like, I can't. like the smell? He hated it. Like, <gasps> they put it like through his car, but he couldn't find it. Oh, no. This guy brought it to Range Rover mm-hmm. and he said, you know, y'all find it. They couldn't find it. Okay. He told us, if we can't find it, he's going to sell the car. What? Yeah. Or trade it in because he cannot take the, the scent. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and he said, it's giving me a throttle. I can't even drive the car. He got a rental car. What? Yeah, it was just, like, blown out of proportion. Yeah, he was doing the most. Yeah, he's, he's actually a member with us to this day. Oh, really? But it was his Range Rover, and he's mm-hmm. like, look, if y'all can't find this scent, I think I'm going to have to sell this car. What? And it's making me worry because I'm I like, know. how big of a deal is this scent, you know? Did y'all ever find it? Yeah, I found it. Where it was, was actually it? under his, like, you know, Right under the seat. Mm-hmm. There's like a vent mm. and they put it in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when the air blows, it yeah. blows. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And the, but we had, look, we had big problems with the whole wafer thing. <laughs> like one guy put the wafer th- in the, it says do not put mm-hmm. on the AC, but he wants it to like the customer to smell it. Yeah, exactly. So you put it on the AC, the whole dash, like mm-hmm. the, the sun hit it, the dash <gasps> melted. Oh, no. Yeah, like the, the whole dash. Like if you look at it, he says, Look at the picture. Like, he sent me an email. said, yeah. y'all put this wafer in on my dash and look at it. Mm-hmm. It's all, like, all the plastic just melted. And I was like, oh, my God. What kind of concoction is this, <laughs> you know? And it was like a little piece of paper that yeah. they put in there. Mm-hmm. But I guess when it activates with the sun and it said, right. it said on there, do not put on dash. Do not put that on AC units. Do not. It yeah. said do not. And they did it anyway. But you would think. Worst case scenario, that's not going to happen. I wouldn't think that. Yeah. It, it literally looked like someone burnt. Like literally took a you know like a, a, a lighter, lighter. Yeah. and put like, you know how like boils it to black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was all over. I was like, what? what? So we had to replace his entire dash. Oh my! It was like God. like fifteen hundred dollars. What? Mm-hmm. But I got From insurance. A, just, I had insurance at that time. I'm about time. to say, but I mean, just because of a little little wafer, wafer yeah, twenty five cent wafer. Wow. And then when I used my insurance, they dropped me from my insurance because <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah, they Damn. dropped me. I was like. 
what's the use of having insurance if I can't use it? It's like because you're not have you're not supposed to have any incidents. I'm like, then what's the point of insurance? Exactly. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You know, when I started, America. I would have <laughs> I would have so many different insurance carriers because it's like uh like the first time we ever ever started, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, there's a there's a Hummer, and he said, hey, can you move it from this garage to this? Mm-hmm. So we took the Hummer. Uh oh. We moved it. And I'm you know nervous. those you know those banks, those little things yes, on the top? I knew you were gonna say something yeah. like that. It were, he was going and a doom he hit the, the top of the roof mm-hmm. and then like it crushed in his sunroof. Oh, it was like you no. know the Hummers? Yeah, yeah. It was a it was it wasn't the H one, not the the one that they use in the army. Okay. It was the one that, you know, people use if they're in construction, those big gotcha. you know, boxy ones. Yeah. And those just came out. Mm-hmm. So that cost us like I think just to fix that part was like $3,000. And you, you were dropped from your insurance then? Yeah, I was dropped from my insurance. <laughs> I was dropped from my insurance. Because I'm like, either pay the $3,000 mm-hmm. or claim it. So my deductible is like 500 Yeah. Paid 500 mm-hmm. And then when it t- came time to renew, dropped. You oh, know? My I was like, man. And then it happened again where you have to choose, like, do I use insurance mm-hmm. or do I risk being dropped? Because right, exactly. once you use it once, they're going to drop you. That's so weird to it's me. Wild. What's the point of even having them? You're I know, I know. To use them, right? Yeah, but I keep finding little loopholes because <laughs> I haven't paid more since I started. You know, because you know, uh, uh, some people pay like eight hundred to like mm-hmm. fifteen hundred dollars a month just for the insurance. Oh my god! But me, I mean, you're looking at like anywhere between like two and four hundred per month. Yeah, I don't want to drop the number. I don't want to give my proprietary give your, information. You know, to my your little secrets. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Um, it's always been a good rate. I used to pay even more back then, but I pay even better now. Well, that's good. I, mean, I haven't had any incidents like that, though. No, you haven't. You haven't. Not yeah. recently. That's and if really it was, good. I'd probably do out of pocket. I will hope so, because we don't need you being dropped by nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the oh, house is clean. The, the, your yeah. day, your, how was your day off? It was good. It was real chill. You know, it was just a lot of cleaning. Yeah. That's really all that I did. I didn't go anywhere. Did the rain have anything to do with it? Yeah. It Well, you know, it was kind of like... Uh, cloudy all morning and it was kind of like misty i guess you could say outside real dewy dewy yeah I, I mean i don't know you <laughs> real know, moist it, outside it real moist yeah and the sun came out randomly at like three o'clock and then before you know it it was back down again you know mm-hmm. by five or whatever time but i mean today was a good day i, I really didn't have any complaints I, I wanted to go to target honestly i just wanted to go to target to buy like just one thing, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad I didn't go because I know like Target gets me in so mm-hmm. much trouble. Like you can't resist. I cannot resist. Like I'll go grab something. And I'm like, oh, look at these cute little T-shirts. Or mm-hmm. I'm like, hmm, I need a new nail polish. Or oh, look, they got new candles. Like yeah. I'm always yeah. getting in trouble in Target, and I just go for one thing. And then what really gets me is in the front of Target, they have these like this huge area where everything is less than five bucks. Oh, the little, right when you come in. Yes, right yeah. when you come in and that's like dangerous for me because you know, they have all like the little trinkets. Yeah. And toys you got, you kids. like them sweet deals. I love them sweet <laughs> deals. And the last time I went, I only was supposed to get like just two pumpkins, mm-hmm. just the little small little plastic pumpkins, but they had like the velvet pumpkins and the felt and all these different fabrics and colors. And then I saw these little workbooks that the boys could use and these little toys. And I was just like, oh, my God, I was only supposed to spend like six bucks. And I ended up spending like almost one hundred dollars. But see, tell me if that is to like a benefit, right? Like mm-hmm. you go to mm-hmm. buy one thing. Right. But you stumble upon better deals. <laughs> you know, like we went to go find you that memory we went to go find you. 
um, that that blanket to go for your flower wall. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then while we found it, found my yeah, we one found of my favorite mugs. This is we, true. Yeah, you know, this is true. We did find other things, but I mean, I don't know. I feel like Target just gets me in trouble all the time. You know, mm-hmm. I can go in there for just like toilet tissue, and I end up with a basket full of stuff. <laughs> and then sometimes it's stuff that I don't even eat, mm-hmm. like all those pumpkins. I really do not need those. Matter of fact, those pumpkins still have tags on them. <gasps> they do. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. It's like six of them, and they're just sitting there with tags on them. Like, but I really but, have but you can them. use them in the future, though. True. I mean, yeah, you can use them every year, but I didn't use them this year. Man, damn. <laughs> damn. But, I mean, <laughs> it's all good. I mean, I love Target, but I didn't go today, so I, I talked myself out of that. So You, you mentioned toilet tissue because you know that's on shortage right now. It is, again? Yeah, for because of the whole COVID. Oh, my God, y'all. They said, look. Uh, okay, one of my customers called mm-hmm. today because he goes back and forth. He's a EMT. Okay. So he helps like out there in New York. Yeah. So he's back and he was like, he wants to schedule a service. But, you know, he's telling me about how bad it is. He's like, man, Texas is so bad compared to New York. Really? Yeah. He says like the hospitals, it's like really tight. And then he said, Georgia's really bad. He said, Florida, really said, all these red states, they're just mm. so bad. And he's like, you know, he's really you know, big into like, he's a big advocate of like wearing masks Mm -hmm. because he hasn't received, he hasn't got COVID yet. Yeah. And he attributes that to the mask, Mm -hmm. but he just talks about like the hospitals are really tight right now. Really? So I guess that's what people are preparing for, man, which is like the next shutdown. I don't know if it's a shutdown that that's coming, but it is getting worse. Whatever we went through a few months ago, I feel like that's what is going to happen soon. I mean, I think the other day, I think they had a few, like hundred that died in a single day, something like that. I heard, I don't know if this is true, but they said something like they had like prison mates, um, volunteered to like take the bodies that, you know, obviously passed away. People that passed away, take their bodies to like frozen trucks or something. uh -uh. That's what I heard or read. I don't know if that's true, but they're saying that, some of the people in jail who died. No, no, no. People who, who are in jail, like Mm -hmm. inmates, are vo- they're volunteering to help hospitals carry dead bodies out and put them in these like ice trucks or something? Wow! Because they don't have any room. Yeah, they don't have any room. I'm yeah. hearing. I'm hearing the same thing about not. The, I remember back in the day, like not mm-hmm. back in the day, but like Couple around of ago. like yeah, like April, March, mm-hmm. they were doing the whole U-Haul, yeah, all that. But now they said they're doing. They're more prepared, but they are using like trucks to fill up this is the crazy. bodies. It's wild, yeah. Because you know, insane. we had a discussion the other day about like are you going to take the vaccine? They're like, they're asking Mm -hmm. the question, like taking a poll for everyone who came in, you know, this particular room. Are you going to take the vaccine? Mm -hmm. The general consensus was no. Yeah. But people didn't want to be the first. Oh, they didn't want to say it. Yeah. They didn't want to be the first. And the only way that people said I'll take it Mm -hmm. is if their health professional took it. Mm-hmm. Like they know people personally who are in the yeah. health, you know, health profession. Right. Right. They said if they take it and they recommend it because they're saying that they they give it to all the doctors first, Mm -hmm. then why would they do that? Like get rid of them per se. Right, exactly. First, if they're the people to help, you know what I mean? They're not going to give it to the doctors first. They're going to give it to us because we're the guinea pigs. No, they're going to give it to the people who need it most. Like old yeah, people who are like on the edge. Right, right. Because you know, nursing homes, things like mm-hmm, that, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, what are your thoughts on the, the vaccine? I don't know. The vaccine kind of scares me because I don't know really what's in it. But then again, I don't know what's in like a flu shot or all those other shots that we had to take as kids or, you know, as adults. So it does make me a little nervous. But I mean, I feel like if we just wear our mask, we should be OK, right? Well, I think mask, that's mm-hmm. preventative. Mm-hmm. But then also you have to get the right things in your body to per, like yeah. protect 
and right. boost your immune. Right, right. Like um, magnesium, mm-hmm. zinc. Yeah. I hear about that. One guy was talking about hydrochloroquine. Now. I was like, don't even start. Oh, well, we know who he voted for. <laughs> <Yeah>. I said, <laughs> don't even start. Hydrochloroquine. You know what? I think that um, if you do multivitamins that, that, are, that work for you. Yeah. And fix yourself on the inside, that helps mm-hmm. a lot. Because I had a friend who got it. Mm-hmm. And him and his girlfriend both, you know, did all these preventative measures, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, when they got it, they weren't, they had nothing but like their scent kind of went away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But their friend got it, mm-hmm. who same equal, <clears throat> equal like build or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and she wasn't taking all these preventative measures like, you know, the uh, the zinc or the yeah. multivitamins or whatever. And she got really sick was in the hospital for like three weeks oh dang yeah so it says like hit or miss not mm-hmm. to say that that's going to prevent you from everything right exactly but there is a way to like prepare for the worst you know yeah but then you do you, i mean i i don't know i don't want to say this because this might like put a hole in your story but do you remember mm-hmm. like early when the virus first came out there was a guy who was like a health brat and mm-hmm. he only ate like fruits, vegetables and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he juices died. and stuff. And he ended up dying from it. And it's wor- worse about that. His last post, remember it was about oh, yes. making fun of Corona. Exactly. He Man. caught it and he died from it. And this guy was like in the gym. He was, was he vegan? I'm not sure, I'm but not he was, he was, he had like a smoothie company or something yeah. like that. So it's like, he's juicing, he's doing mm-hmm. all this, man. It's just like, you just never know. I look, it's all up to God. If it's our time, it's our time. There's really nothing we can say or do about it. You know what I mean? So, but maybe he had a pre, like, like another condition, you know? Maybe, maybe he did, but. Cause some people be hiding their diabetes, you know what I mean? Shut up. I cannot. This boy. <laughs> <laughs> some people I'm finding out they had like, you know, like, um, I found out someone that we went to, uh, went to college with. Mm-hmm had diabetes, mm-hmm. but it explained a lot. What? But I'm not going to tell you who. I'm not going to tell you who. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, because I don't even <laughs> want to know, because now I'm going to be looking at them differently. Like, all this time you had diabetes, you didn't even tell nobody? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, Leah, don't that tell me. That is a me. weird thing. Do you think that you have to volunteer information like that? No. But I think it's kind of embarrassing, too. I mean, you're in college, and, you know, you're young. You're supposed to be, like, at your prime. You can eat whatever you want because nothing affects you. But then to have diabetes, you're just like, you know, like when you're skinny and have diabetes mm-hmm. and then people are like, I thought you had to be big. And, you know, the whole oh, misconception. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you could be born with it, too, because uh, this uh, security guard who works at our mall, her granddaughter was born with uh, diabetes. But it's like different types of diabetes. So she has to do like type ins- one, type two. Yeah. She has to do like the insulin shot and stuff like that and monitor everything. So and she's um right now she's like six years old. Yeah. Type one is the one where you. um are born with oh okay where you're in, you know your body doesn't produce insulin correctly mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. type two is the one that you get like from like I bad diet bad maybe? diet oh, or okay. you can you could develop that one. Oh, i see i see so yeah my dad is uh pre-diabetic mm. i just found that out like last year so i was like oh wow i didn't even i didn't even know that but i'm like how how is he pre-diabetic when my mom cooked like yeah. every day you know and they ate the same foods but i guess your body just Breaks down foods, but you food know New Orleans food is different. True, y'all, y'all cooking beignets every day. I know, but I'm saying if he pre <laughs> if he's a pre diabetic, I would think my mom is. I would think I am. We all ate the same food, mm-hmm. so it's just like, what did he? What did we do that he didn't do? 
Yeah, but I think it's different factors, though. That's what I'm saying. You're making it just, seem like if y'all ate the exact same thing at the exact same time. I know, that's something like, well, maybe <laughs> it's just the way our body breaks things down. And my dad, he does smoke, mm-hmm. not cigarettes, but, you know, he smokes, like, the Black and Miles or whatever. So that could have something to do with it, too, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I'm, I've am i always uh, liked taking vitamins. Yeah. I've been taking vitamins for, you know, a really long time. And I always take different ones. So maybe that has a lot to do with it. And my mom, she takes vitamins like crazy. I had to stop taking those vitamins that I got from um, GNC. Was it the one-a-day vitamins? I'm not sure if the one-a-day or mm-hmm. the, the the men's or something. I think it was the men's one-a-day for you. It gave me a pure headache. It I'm like, man, I, I don't know what was in it that was yeah. just throwing my body off. But see... I kept pushing it and kept taking it more, thinking that it was going to, like, maybe I'm tripping. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll take that multivitamin. I'll take another multivitamin. My head just be, it's just throbbing. Yeah, it was And much. I'm like, I think it's the multivitamin. I stopped mm-hmm. taking it. Yeah, I remember. Because I got it for you. Yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> that's how I'm like, I remember. Because the boys, you know, they take their vitamins every morning. And if I forget, they'll remind me. You know, so they have the vitamins. I take my vitamins. So I was like, well, let me let me get you on some vitamins. So when I got those for you, yeah, they didn't work. I was like, yeah, you just need to stop taking them. But now we're yeah. on the, the maca root. Is it maca or maca root? Maca, maca root. Maca root. You know, I got a New Orleans accent. I love so. maca root. Yeah, that, I, I'm, I'm loving that right now. I recommend that to anybody. Try yes. maca root. Man, not mm-hmm. only am I sharper yeah. at night. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about I could be tired, but I'm sharp. Yeah. And it feels clean, mm-hmm. you know, like if you've ever taken like anything that like keeps you up, yeah. even like caffeine, caffeine, yeah, you know, it puts you in uh, some type of like, it's a methamphetamine per se. Mm-hmm. So you're like, mm-hmm. you're up. Yes. Yeah, but exactly. maca root is like really clean. It gives it you is. good energy. I feel stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, I think my vision's better, you know? <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Maybe, though. But I mean, I think so. I mean, like, I know for me, it gives me more energy. And I'm, you know, like, I'm, I've am i always been a morning person. But recently, I want to say since this whole COVID thing, I feel like waking up in the morning was a little bit harder for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll wake up, but then I'll just kind of lay there for a little bit. And be like, oh, I don't want to get up. But with yeah. this, with this maca root. I've been able to just like just jump up, you know. Yeah, you feel ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Like even this morning, I because we did we went to bed really late, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, I normally I wake up about six forty five seven o'clock, but because we fell asleep late, I ended up waking up like my body woke up at seven forty five. Yeah, like literally, like my eyes opened up and I was like, <gasps> and I just jumped up. Yeah, you know, like it didn't even. Take me any time. No alarm, to, no nothing. No alarm, boom. no nothing. Yeah, my body was just like, you need to get up. And but I you just, are a morning person, so. I know, I am. I am a morning person. But, I, you know, we were up till like 5 in the morning, yeah. you know. So, uh, but then I, I only took like a 10-minute nap today, you yeah. know. And I still feel pretty energized, and it's it's late Do right you attribute now. all that to the microroot, or do you oh, think yeah. it's part like your water, the water no. intake? Oh. I mean, I've been drinking I've been drinking better water. Like, we've been doing the, uh, what's this? Essentia? Essentia. Yeah. And, uh... What it, my, is, is it your favorite water so it's far? It's my favorite. I love it, y'all. Game changer, right? Game changer. And see, I don't like to recommend anything, but I'm going to go ahead and recommend <laughs> it, because this water tastes so clean mm-hmm. and pure, mm-hmm. and ever since we started drinking it, when I drink something different, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Like, why Why were we drinking this before, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Like, this water is so good. So, I think that has a lot to do with, like, my mood and my energy. And then, also, I do um, a different type of vitamin called GEM, G-E-M. And it's You're all, talking about that little It's like block a little cube, yeah. The earthy cube that you it's, take? Yeah, it's very earthy, guys. <laughs> it's like grass and uh, seaweed What does that kale. do? What is it, so, what is it called? 
It's called Gem. G E M. Okay, what's so it like, do? So it just has different things. It boosts your um, immune system. It gives you energy. You know, it helps with like your skin. Um, it, I mean, it does a lot. It's 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 green, mm-hmm. and then they put um, cocoa powder in it. You can get it's it's three different uh, flavors. They have cocoa powder, lemon, or peppermint. So I've been doing the cocoa powder because I love chocolate. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it 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 tastes cocoa powder is a flavor. Oh, that they have? Well, like, it's like a, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. chocolate, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, um, I mean, I, I, I like it, but it does have like an earthy taste to it. Does it it's get in your braces? It gets all in my braces. So you got to brush your teeth and do all that. Yeah, so I eat it and then I brush my teeth afterwards. Because, man, even after I brush my teeth, it's like, you see it all in the sink. Like man. sprinkles of like the grass and stuff. But How those are the herbs that help you and you're just wasting them? No, no, no. Because it's like, <laughs> it's a huge, you know, seed. I mean, not seed, a huge cube. But they put like kale in it. Yeah. And what's those little small little seeds? Oh, I can't think of the name of it. Um, I can't think of the oh, name. Oh, chia seeds? Chia like, seeds. Yeah, 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 they have those in it as well. So it's like a whole bunch of good stuff that's just like compact and tightly packed. Yeah. So I take one of those every day. And How'd you hear about that? Man, you. What is that? A bad question. Yeah, you already know. What? It was an ad on Instagram. Uh. <laughs> I told you these ads they be getting me. So it was mm-hmm. an ad on Instagram, and it was like over like I don't know like thirty thousand reviews, and everybody had something positive to say about it. So. I made sure I looked at all the reviews and I said, you know what, I'm gonna give it a try. So I tried it and I was like, oh, it's really not that bad. And I, I have seen a change in my, especially in my energy and uh, my skin is getting better too. So I was like, I like it. I mean, I'm just going to keep, you know, keep trying it, works. it and see. Yeah, this is my second month. So is that like um, a multivitamin type thing or it what? Is, and it's, it's only for women. So oh. it helps with like, I guess your estrogen and your hormones. So it does a lot. But it's only they only make it for women for right mm-hmm. now. I'm assuming not for men. But it is. And a I'm starting vitamin. to see the difference of products for women and products mm-hmm. for men. What's the difference? Actually, like I'm seeing more products that are geared towards women. Mm. I used to see just stuff for anybody. You oh know? yeah, that's true. But yeah. now specifically for, like for women. Yeah, I think, I, and that's good. I think it should be specifically for women, specifically for mm-hmm. men, because obviously we have estrogen. You guys have yeah. testosterone, so you know we need different vitamins for different things. Yeah. You know, especially for women who are, um, you know, who goes to like, oh, menopause and stuff like that. You know, we just need something that to keep our hormones in check. You know, keep your hormones in check. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a doctor, so yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not because you know, like. <laughs> They used to have general stuff, you know, like hair care products will be mm-hmm. shared amongst men and women. But now exactly. they have way more specifically for women. They do. I wouldn't say there's more specifically for men. It's no, just it's really not. the same old, same old. True. And then even for women, they got like really specific. It's like if you got straight hair, curly hair, wavy hair. Yeah. You know, you could pick between the three. So because um, I remember like growing up, we didn't have all those different options. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just shampoo. Either you buy the the black people shampoo or you buy the white people shampoo. That was it. It wasn't like no difference of hair textures. But now there's like a hair care line for strictly for curly hair or wavy mm-hmm, hair or mm-hmm. straight hair. So I, I love that. That's great. Know? Yeah, I yeah. knew they were onto something when back in the day, you know, when um, people get their hair done for my mom. Mm-hmm. And, they'll you know, she'll say, what kind of perm do you want? And they're yeah. like, you want, oh, I want a super, you <laughs> know, there's like what super. Yes. There's regular. What Reg- is it? And maybe light, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. I used to get relaxers. Well, we we called them perms, but I think the the real term is called relaxer because a relaxer straightens the hair. A perm curls it. Yeah. But in New Orleans, and I'm sure everywhere else, we, we called it perm. But yeah, I would get a perm. I thought like, a perm straightened. 
Mm-mm. No, no. A perm but, is what makes it curly, and then um, a relaxer is what relaxes it, what makes it straight. Mm. But black people, we say perm. Yeah. So, did you use just for me? I did. I used just for me. <laughs> just for I did. me. I used that when I was a kid. I remember just for me, and I remember using. I think it was like dark and lovely because I used dark I, and lovely. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I would relax. I relaxed my hair all the way up until college, and I remember one person. Um, she was like, why do you relax your hair? Like, you should just wear it natural. I was like, I never even thought of that, honestly. Why? Why? Why is that? You vote, you kind of were conditioned just, to like do it like yeah, that? Yeah, I just always either perm my hair or I straightened it with a flat iron. Mm-hmm. I never thought to just like let it grow out naturally. So when she said that to me, I was just like, oh, I never even thought about that. And so I just grew my hair out naturally. And then. You know, even when I was straightening it, I still had my natural like curl pattern. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, up until now, I've been wearing my hair curly. But now I'm, I've been wearing it just like straight, you know. Yeah. So, what do you love? Curly or straight? Now I like the straight. Ah, I, yeah. I, I love the curly. I did for a moment. I did it for like, I don't know, three, four years. Because you switching it, it up. You switched straight. it up with the middle split. Yeah, I, I'm doing the middle split. And it's crazy because all my life I've been told that. I don't have the the head shape to do a middle split, mm-hmm. a middle part. Mm-hmm. And so even when I would try to do a middle part, it just didn't look right. Yeah. My hair wouldn't lay right. I was like, I can't do it. And I would always do a side part. And this side part is permanent. But recently, maybe as of like three, four months ago, I've been doing a middle part. I said, let me just try it. I tried it. I was like, I like it. You know, mm-hmm. and then now Look I'm wearing great, it. it. Yeah, yeah, I love my middle part. Mm-hmm. I feel Swag like different. a whole different person. <laughs> it's crazy. You are a whole different person. With I it. know, but now I'm ready to just chop it off and start all over again. Oh no, like no, no, no! I like when you chop it off. I thought <laughs> I you meant the bob. That's what I thought you was talking about getting a bob. I was thinking about getting a bob. But I think I just want to start all over. Okay, cool. I'm fine with that. I know. Yeah, look at look how you chop. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> do you. Okay, when do you? What do you think about women who? When they're about to cut their hair, mm-hmm. you think, like, whether in a relationship, you know, uh, married or mm-hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. Like, should they ask or should they say something to their significant other before? Mm, I feel like or we they had this just, conversation before. For real? Yeah. I mean, I, not, I don't know if we had it on the podcast, but mm-hmm. I feel like we did have this conversation. So I feel like you should drop some hints, but I don't feel like you should ask for permission. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, you'd be like, hey, babe, what do you think about me and short hair? Like, I kind of want to try it, you know, and see what they say. But I don't think I don't think I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you say, hey, I'm about to go go get my hair done. Mm-hmm. And you already know like how I feel. Like you're oh. like, oh, you like short hair, you like all that. But yeah. you just get it done. You're like, surprise. You like that? Mm-hmm. Or do you think I think I should let them know beforehand so I don't. Throw them off guard. See, I would want to surprise you. For real? I would probably, my first mind would, to, would be to go into it as a surprise. But then I would feel so guilty while I'm sitting in the chair. I'd be like, babe, I, you know, I was trying to surprise you, but I'm actually about to get my hair cut <laughs> off. So I don't want you to be like super surprised. And I but get see, home. some people don't want the truth because in, in um, there's a talk show mm-hmm. where I think they went to Dr. Phil mm-hmm. because they were having relationship issues, a mm-hmm. man and his girl, mm-hmm. you know, and. And like basically, like what's the problem? They're asking like, what's the problem? It's like, I mean, her hair. I, look, I just gotta be honest. Her hair. And people are like, you don't talk about a woman's hair, da da da, right? Yeah. So then he's like, like when you're gonna like grow back? Because you know she cut it. Mm-hmm. At least in this particular example, yeah, she cut it and was going like natural. Okay. So yeah. her hair was kind of like short, kind of afroish, yeah. right? And he just didn't like it. He's like, mm-hmm. why can't you just like 
you know, wear weave or have a long. She's like, Mm-mm. because it's my. So they were like arguing, like, because it's my hair. I, you know, I own it. You can't tell me what to do with my body. Probably doing being a little extra because she's on TV. Of course. And then he's like, man, he just looked frustrated. Like, that's the only thing, you know? And they're like, he what? has to get over that, you know? He has to get over that. How are you going to change something about her that is 100% her? That hair grows out of her scalp. That's how her, she, that is her in her truest form. You're telling her you need, she needs to cover up what she truly looks like? No, not to say cover up what you truly look like. I'm saying that if you have a hairstyle. That's not that, a hairstyle. Okay. If you got a curly <laughs> fro, if your hair is natural, that's not like a hairstyle. That's just how your hair naturally grows out. I'm saying if you have a particular style of hair. Okay. Look, <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. That is, in essence, unattractive to the person that you that you're with. Mm-hmm. What is he supposed to say? What's he like? He's supposed to say nothing. Oh, he's just supposed to be good he's with it. He's supposed to be good with it. He's supposed to lie. <laughs> Get, see, what? Y'all don't I want the truth. Love your hair. Yeah, we want the truth, but not when it's like. Negative or yeah, bad? I mean, I get it when it's like, babe, I don't really want you to wear makeup. You know, I love you when you just without makeup. Mm-hmm. Then that's different. But you're telling this girl to change something about herself that is it's 100% her. her. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's basically the same thing as saying, you know what, babe? I don't really like your, your small chest. Can you go get implants? Or I don't really like your big boobs. Can you go, like, get them downsized mm-hmm. or something? Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you going to have her change who, who she, she is? is? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, he has no say so in her hair. Like he should just be like, "It's beautiful." I know, but that's the that, that's part of what I'm trying to understand. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a say so, and he should appreciate it, right? Exactly. But if he doesn't, mm-hmm. he should just be quiet. Just be quiet and take it and take it. But if he's not attracted to it, and that therefore it's anti seductive to him, and oh it, and therefore he can he cannot either be the same man he he usually is for her. Oh my god! Due to the hair, it is hair. You don't understand. You, you don't think understand. Hair be breaking up relationships. No, no. I'm saying that a certain look, like if you have a look mm-hmm. and you like it, yeah. And then a girl, like if you love hair and mm-hmm. she decides to go bald, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You can't just be like, oh, this is like, I love it. You can't. You don't want to be lied to. But then on the other hand, if he tells you the truth and it mm-hmm. hurts your relationship, you just like how you're thinking. Yeah, it's petty. Well, it's just hair, you know? It is. I mean, but I get it, though, because if you were to one day come home with, like, some dreads, I'd be like, no, just, what no, are imagine, you doing? No, imagine if I braided my beard. <laughs> I know. I would be like, what are you doing, mm-hmm. you know? But I like it, you know? I know. I'd be like, well, okay, if you like it, I love it. But secretly, I, I hate it. But I wouldn't voice that. I wouldn't be like, oh, you need to cut your hair. Like, my okay, my for a perfect example, my brother, mm-hmm. he was growing out dreads. He had it for, I don't know, about a year. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hate his hair. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to tell him that. And then finally he pops up on Instagram, what, a few weeks ago? Yeah. And he cut his hair off. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> you know, like, thank God he cut his dreads off. And I'm sure his girlfriend was probably saying the exact same thing because she met him when he didn't have dreads. And mm-hmm. then he's growing dreads in a relationship. And he cuts it off. And I'm like, that what is what looks great on him. His, you know, no dreads. But but, I but, say but that. see, but see, it, how hypocritical is it to say that those dreads are a hundred percent his? No. First of all, he grew his hair out, but he twisted it. That's a style. Dreads yeah, is yeah. a style. Your hair doesn't just grow out dreaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he styled it that way. Now, if he was growing it out into an afro, then that's different. But he styled it into dreads. So if your hair grows out curly and she's wearing it in a curly afro, then that's her hair, you know? Yeah, but I, 
a guy could grow his hair out in dreads if he neglects his hair. Yeah, but that's hair neglect. <laughs> my God. No, look, I get what you're mm-hmm. saying, but I, I honestly do feel like, you know, you shouldn't change. It, it shouldn't break you up. No, it shouldn't break you up. And I get it. Some men are attracted to women who have long hair. First of all, I dated a guy, obviously back in the day, who only dated girls with long hair. Mm-hmm. That was it. He or he would only date girls with long hair. And then one day I popped up and I just chopped my hair off. And he was just like, oh, if I knew you were going to do that, then I wouldn't have dated you. See? I was like, okay. You see what fine. I'm saying? I mean, I moved on real quick. I know, I know, but you, but you see how something so small. Mm-hmm. It's weird because if it's all, if it's about, because in that case, what you're talking about is that this person kind of fetishizes, yeah, hair. I guess right? so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if he fetishizes hair mm-hmm. and you cut it, yeah, his fetish is gone. True, <laughs> and I'm gone too. Look, I'm walking out the door as well. I mean, hey, let's go. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I, I get it. People do have their particular taste, and then when you change that taste of what that person liked, you know, but I don't, but it, I feel like the beauty is within, you know what I mean? Yes, people are attractive, but you still should see like the personality should be what's yeah, more like what's the, right? what, yeah, what's the girl on, um, uh, married to medicine, bald mm-hmm. head girl. Oh, I love her. I can't think of her name. Oh, uh, Imani. Yeah, beautiful. I love her. She's how, my but, favorite. But how I look at women like her, super that that bald head mm-hmm. to me, super intimidating. Yeah, super, and she's tall too. Yeah, tall, fit. Yeah, fit, beautiful, mm-hmm. right? And then for her to find someone, you know, based on her hair type or yeah, you know what I mean, St- or style. Yeah. It's dependent, right? Like yeah. it might be like for a man to be with a woman who has a bald head. Mm-hmm. If they let's say they both got bald heads, you know what I mean? Kind of dope. Actually, it might not and be. And then they have like little bald head children. But they kind of look like <laughs> brothers and sisters. No, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> you don't think? No. If I saw two bald head people. Bro, I'm like, that's interesting. That's kind of interesting. Was bald head. I mean, I think they're going through a divorce though. Yeah. But I want to say he was bald head. Maybe not. I, I don't know. I can't remember. But. There's some men out there who fetish bald head women. I don't know. There's women who out there fetish bald head men. Mm-hmm. I like men who are bald. Yeah. My dad, he's been bald pretty much all my life. I remember the day he cut his hair. I cried. But then after that, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You How old were you? I don't know. <laughs> like I was like super 27. young. No, no, no. I had to have been like, I don't know, six or seven yeah. years old. Maybe younger. And I remember him coming out the bathroom and he had just shaved it all off. and But he cut himself so much where he had little tissue paper stuck, mm-hmm. you know, on every cut. So you could see like blood everywhere. And I was just like, what happened? I was like, I want my daddy back. I remember just crying, but then I got used to it. I, had to, I helped my dad shave his head last week. Really? Yeah. He just walked up to me, just have a raise. He's like, here. And then <laughs> he he'll sit. Ask. Yeah. He'll, he'll sit down. He's like, right here. <laughs> and then he'll be like, then, you know, I'll, I'll do it. I'll shave it. And mm-hmm. then he like, the touch around is like right here. Oh my God. That's so funny. It's like a kind of bonding though. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it is with me and you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know, but I cut Michael's hair. Yeah, you do. Luckily, it's, there's nothing there to, to, <laughs> to cut, but you, you do a really good job. Thank you. I've, I've been practicing on, on Michael's head. So I love it. I mean, I like cutting your hair. And then I feel like it's, it's bonding too. Yeah. Well, at first, you know, I think you dreaded it. And then the experience of it was different. Well, I was afraid to cut your hair and then I got used to it. And then he would ask me at the wrong times to cut his hair. You would ask me like right when I get out the shower and I'm just like about to go to bed. You'd be like, 
hey babe can you cut my hair i'm just like <laughs> oh look let me let me let me help y'all with something so in case anybody has any communication issues <laughs> is that i miscommunicated it i would say hey can you help me cut my hair yeah so she's thinking Oh, he needs me to just kind of clean it up a little bit. Exactly. When you but, ask for help, I'm thinking you already started. You just need me to finish. Yeah. Yes. But what I meant is, can you cut my hair? The entire thing. Yeah. And that was the whole difference. I'm like, yes. Why don't you want to help? He's like, I thought I was just helping. I didn't think I was going to do it. I'm like, well, it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I understood now, even today, I just said, hey, can you cut my hair? Exactly. And when you say, hey, can you cut my hair about five, five or 10? I'm like, yeah, perfect. I could do it. You know? Yeah, it's and much easier. Yeah, it's much easier because, you know, you had to like, we had to kind of get into it a little bit to figure <laughs> out like, okay, this is what I meant. You're like, okay, well, this is what I meant. And mm-hmm. I'm like, then we had to figure out, okay, we were, there was a misunderstanding, but now we we understand each other. Mm-hmm. So now I cut your hair, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm back to cutting his hair. Yeah, I appreciate that. I love it. You mm-hmm. know, um, you know, there's a, like a meme. I saw this. I was going to ask you earlier today. Mm-hmm. There's this meme where it said your wife and your mother mm-hmm. get in an argument or something like that. Mm-hmm. And y'all leaving a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They said, who rides in the front seat? Your mom. You say the, your mom? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would never, ever have your mom sitting in the back seat. I feel like if, it, if a man had to choose. Yeah. I would think that it would have to be his wife. I would think so, too. I would think that a man would choose his wife. But I know me, I would just not have your mom sit in the back seat. I think that's how it is now. Like, when your mom... Yeah, well, my mom, I always... I'm driving, you're in the back. And I always... Or sometimes the other way around. sometimes my mom sits Mm -hmm. in the back, but I always tell her, hey, you go sit in the front, I'll sit in the back. She's like, no, 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 I'll sit in the back. I want to be with the boys anyway. So... You know, I'm always offering up the front seat to my mom anyway. And if your mom and me, which would never happen, get into an argument because we're like the exact same person. So we would mm-hmm. never argue about anything. Um, I know you would choose me over your mom. But at the end of the day, you'd be like, Blast, you hop in the front. I'm like, no, 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 it's OK. Mom, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the that's default. What, that's that's what, the thing. Yeah, that's what would happen. Yeah, that's the part that wasn't in there. You know, mm. you know, like the none of the above. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like that extra answer that. Because there's two defaults, mm-hmm. how I see it. I was like, man, if it's a mother mm-hmm. and your wife, I'm like, to me, I'm like, no brainer, it's going to be your wife because you got to deal with her when you go home. Exactly. You know, and then, <laughs> you know, like in-laws are just different. So yeah. I feel like you just got to, you know, when you're dealing with like in-laws, mm-hmm. that you're always going to be like second default. Exactly. But then the the second part where I thought was a default was if you're going to, the only way I feel like it's almost a no brainer for the wife to be in the back mm-hmm. is if like. Maybe there's like a baby in a car seat. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a respect thing. At the end of the day, like regardless of our differences, you're still my mother-in-law and you're still my elder. I still have to respect you. So yeah. you got to sit in the front. That's a power move you, th- you feel like that who sits in the front is like a power move? No, I don't think. <laughs> you know, I'll be thinking into stuff like that. It's just for me, it's just more of a respect thing. Like to get into the back of a car, that's, that's a struggle. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to like... You got to climb in. You got to scoot over. You know, it's a lot of work. When you just climb in the front, you just climb in the front. Like, yeah. I would never want to put your mom through that. Like, just climbing into the back of the seat, squeezing in between the yeah, car seats. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's I too understand much that. work. So. But there's a lot of, like, little, like, um, nuances, you mm-hmm. know, to, especially in, like, Nigerian culture. Mm-hmm. Because, like, let's say we're at a party. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting down. You're having a good time. Yeah. And then like, hey, food's ready. I'm like, I'm going to grab you a plate. Oh. And I bring a plate. Yeah. Let's say I bring a, bring a plate out to you. 
you know, I might see my mom in the corner like, trust me, I know. Oh I know. my God. And then my dad's like, oh my God, my son. And wow, this is so funny. And I'm like boiling. Oh like not God. boiling. I'm just like sweating because I'm like, oh my God, this yeah. is so awkward because the pressure mm-hmm. that your parents put on you mm-hmm. when you're in a different environment. I know. Because you got to, it's kind of weird in, in, I would say Western society or in mm-hmm. America, it doesn't matter who gets it, you know? Right, exactly. Um, it is, I don't know if I want to say like the submissive part mm-hmm. of, you know, your wife or who, you, you know, whoever you're with, yeah. when, you know, when they serve you. Right. Mm-hmm. But in Nigeria, it's like a thing. Yeah. Like a man is not to go pick up go his, get own, his own place. Yeah, yeah. Put it together. And, you know, her and I were just kind of like whoever's closest to the kitchen. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, but when I'm, when I'm around my parents, I'm like, oh my God, think, think it through. And then, like, I remember one time I picked up the plates, mm-hmm. and I'm like, here you go. Then my mom was kind of like, oh, my God. You know, like, you can see her face like, oh, man. Oh, my God. I can't believe well, what I'm seeing. I know why you do it, because you still do it to this day. Whenever we're at your parents. <laughs> well, now, I mean, I make my own plate now, but... Mm-hmm. When we like, I guess early dating, or mm-hmm. maybe maybe a few years ago, you would make my plate, but it's because it's your food, it's mm-hmm. your culture. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know how to to serve it. Like when I'll make the food, you're like, "Blah, that's too much." Like you put too much uh, sauce. You got to put a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know how to fix the food. Mm-hmm. So you are familiar with the food, so of course you're gonna get up and make your plate, make my plate. Mm-hmm. And now I know how to do it. I kind of know how you, yeah, how yeah, you which like is, it. Yeah. So I can make it for you. But you just run to the kitchen <laughs> yeah. as soon as we get to the house. You That's the first place I go. Off, yeah. You go straight to the kitchen and you already eating. And then you be like, oh, Bly, you want to play? I'm like, well, yeah, you already in the kitchen. Go ahead and make me Exactly. A plate, and then when know? I'm done, here you go. And then my mom's like, tree, tree. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what's going on? She's like, you need to sit down. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're in the middle like, what? <laughs> what's going on? I was like, man, this is, you know, I, I learned today. Because mm-hmm. my um, again CPA, she's Indian. Yeah, they said um, a lot of times Indians they they live in the same house together. Mm-hmm. They buy a huge mansion, mm-hmm. and all the families married. Everyone yeah. lives together. I've heard that. Even Not a bad Asians, idea. A- Asians do that as well too. Like when I growing up, I grew up in this area called Michoud in New Orleans, and it was predominantly Asians that lived there, and they did the exact same thing. The grandmother. The mom, the dad, the the aunts, the uncles, the cousins, everybody lived in the house. Everybody. And they all contributed to the bills. Like, that's just kind of not a bad idea, was. though, right? Mm, I mean, it's not a bad idea, but yeah. Can you imagine my mom and dad being <gasps> here, living with us every day? We could barely take it when they just here for a few days. Even crazier. <laughs> even crazier. Mm-hmm. The mother, <laughs> the mother-in-law and, the, and the, her husband yeah. are in the master bedroom. Oh, yeah. I've heard that, too. Yeah. And we said they get second pick <laughs> you know, of the bedroom. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, you That's know, kind of cool, though. It's not that bad. You know, they said the only, the only time they said disagreements happen mm-hmm. is that when someone cooks food and like the the other family eats the food, like the oh, cousins and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they said, I was like, does anybody ever cheat? Just like mm, very rarely that happens. Right. Mm-hmm. But said, but what does happen a lot is a lot of cousin love. Oh, but they said <clears throat> in their religion or in their culture, mm-hmm. they made they marry first cousins. Mm. <laughs> no, no, ma'am, I could not. Is that is that too taboo? That's disgusting to me. Yeah, I think so too. I, yeah, I couldn't marry none of my first cousins. I know when she's like, yeah, you know, we can we can marry our first cousin. I was like, hmm? you can. What do you mean you can marry them? Yeah, like it's not a. It's too close. It's not to a me. big big deal, I guess. You know, that's too close to me. Yeah, and I was like, wow, this is different, man. 
Yeah, that's this is a they have this uh, Real Housewives of uh, I forgot the it's a new one I can't remember it but um, there's a lady on there who had an arranged marriage and she married her like grandmother's second husband. Wow. Yeah, her grandmother ended up ended up Hold passing on. away. She married her grandmother's second husband. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Her grandmother passed away, and then uh, the granddaughter married her step grandfather. Wow. Gross, right? Wow. So I I don't I haven't watched it. I've just seen like the commercial, but to me she looked like she's in her um But Step is different 50s, though. So I don't know, but he married your grandmother. Like I saw like there's a TikTok couple mm-hmm. like stepbrother and sister. Mm-mm. That was kind of like Bobby Christina, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She married her stepbrother. Yeah, I technically guess. it's not bad. I don't know. I mean, it's not, but it's just the the the, the optics of it me. is like bad, right? Yeah. But technically, they're not related. I mean, they're not related, so yeah, you're right. Technically, but still, it's just kind of weird. It's not nice to me, honestly. I know I wouldn't marry a steps. I mean, I, I don't know how that would even go. Yeah. But I don't see it like when people are like, oh, you're marrying your stepsister, your stepbrother. I'm like. I don't see it as that crazy because they're not even related. Yeah, I don't know. I see it as weird, but I don't see it, it as crazy. Weird. It's kind of like if, let's say, for instance, we adopted a, a baby girl. No. And then our son's so, like, you know, it's the same thing to me. Like, technically, you're not related, but you can marry her because y'all ain't blood related. It's like, no, it's, it's disgusting. But why, but why is it so weird when they grew up around each other? Because they grew up around each other. Like, they're cousins. They're family. No, they're, not cousins. I'm oh, talking about if the you, stepbrother and sister? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I think it's the title. Yeah. Like, that's my stepbrother, you know? And then, and people ask, like, oh, how did you meet? It's like, oh, his dad married my mom. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the story you got to share. I feel like that is the disgusting yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. It ain't like, oh, we met at the movies. or People hate, you know, you know? nowadays, mm-hmm. how people are meeting now, people lie about how they met. Oh, yeah, of course, because a lot of them are meeting on social media, and that's Kind of embarrassing. Fake asses. It's it's kind of whack. You said fake asses. It's it's annoying. You're like, oh, how'd y'all meet? Yeah. And then the fabricated story comes like, well, it's a crazy story. His sister, da da da. But really, Tinder. Yeah. You know what I mean? You swipe left or right. Yeah, just say Tinder. You know what I mean? I don't mind it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's cool Mm -hmm. if you could just be okay with it. But then they have this like weird, somewhat extravagant story that has holes in it. You know, like, oh, so. Oh, your sister knew him? It's like, well, actually, and then at some point, it's like, they end well, up uh, yeah, a dating app. We, we're on this dating app. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Because mm-hmm. they know automatically if you if you meet on a dating app, yeah. you're like, what does that mean when you, like, to well, you? I don't know, but do you remember? I'm not going to say the names. We went to a wedding one time a couple oh, years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know who was speaking. I feel like it was the bride's dad or mom or something. No, it was no. a best man. It was a best man, yeah. The best man was speaking, gave his speech, and mentioned or revealed to, to, to everybody. Party, huge party. Huge party that they met, that the, the bride and groom met on, uh, like, Facebook or something. Yeah, like some some... Either some online some or something, online yeah. App. And everybody kind of like gasped, gasped a little, like, <gasps> like looked around and was like, what? and you could tell the family behind, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and then he broke down the story, like, I remember when he saw this, you saw it on the internet, <laughs> and he saw her picture. I'm like, man, she do look good. Oh and then she know they dating, God. and I'm like, wow, the family was just like, yeah, what are you saying? It wasn't bad. And I remember you even saying, oh, did he say that? And I think your mom was like, oh my god. Yeah, my mom was like, oh my god, you yeah. know. You're not, you're not supposed to mention you're not it like that. To say it, and yeah. then he said at the before he even said he's like, look, I know it's gonna be embarrassing, but 
the way y'all, you know, he said something like he's mm-hmm. brought the story up, not mm-hmm. trying to embarrass him, no. but he more trying to talk about like how sweet it was. Exactly. But it was embarrassing. Yeah, it was super embarrassing. And that was like, that was a while ago. That was yeah. like six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So for that to happen then and then for it to still happen now, people still get embarrassed about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be embarrassed. I mean, if you own it, you own it for a reason. So if you end up finding love on the date nap, then it works. I feel, I feel like that's fine. Like, yeah. I know people who've met people on dating naps. Same. No problem. But when you got, I guess sometimes it, it matters, you know, mm. like for, because, you know, people get married for or get into relationships for the wrong reasons. True. For optics. You know yeah. what I mean? They want to make sure that people see them a certain way. Yeah. So it's kind of lame when they're like, oh, this is how, this can be our story. You right, know, if you right. go into it like that. How you going to work? You know what I mean? True. I think you should be proud to say we met on Tinder. Boom. Yeah. You can actually tell people like who who wants to be in a relationship, say you need to try Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. Because it works. I found my husband on Tinder. Like, I don't think you should be embarrassed about it. I think people think that if you if you meet online, that Mm -hmm. it's automatically like short term. Like, it's not real. It doesn't last. You did the Mm. you took a shortcut. Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing, like when you're when you meet someone online, Mm compatibility is not based on. People being just like you. Yeah. That's why a lot of, to me, that's why a lot of them fail. Mm. Because you no one's compatible like that. Yeah. You know, when they say opposites attract, you can't just put the opposite metrics right. and find the, you know, your soulmate. Yeah, exactly. It's more happens like random. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. feel like when they try to create, oh, what type of guy do you like? Mm-hmm. He needs to be this height. It needs to do this. And he needs to do that. Y'all meet. Y'all get together. And y'all don't really like each other. Yeah. Because that's not really how love works. Right, exactly. Kind of interesting. Yeah, and then you don't fall in love with your perfect guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, some girls like, oh, I want a six foot tall, dark, handsome guy. It's like you don't know who you're gonna fall in love with. You might end up falling in love with like a short white man. You know? Yeah, but that you know was what a I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like, you just never mm-hmm. know. Yeah, you have your type, but you could keep on trying to chase your type. You may not even God may not even have that in store for you. You might end up marrying or falling in love with somebody completely opposite. Future said it best though. He said, um, "If you get money, then you're her type." What do you think about that? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, with the the way these girls are acting out here, like don't nobody want to work. So I guess so. It's if true. you're rich, then you everybody type. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think that when you talk about makeup, mm-hmm. that's a man's makeup. Yeah, exactly. Like if a guy has money, mm-hmm. you have nothing to worry about. Exactly. Well, you know, it's funny because I was listening on the radio. I can't remember what I was listening to, but they were talking about how in L.A., you know, girls are, are, are different out there. They are. And they were saying that girls, you know, they'll round up all their girlfriends. They'll go to a basketball game and they'll sit real close to the to the floor and you can see them pinpoint who they want to date. And you can see some and this is some comedian guy. He was saying that you can hear the girls. You can overhear them say, oh, no, don't talk to him because he just signed. He didn't. He they about to let him go or trade him. And wow. they know like stats wow. and everything. And so I forgot the comedian who said it, but he was saying that, you know, girls would just come up to him and start talking to him as if they don't know what he does. Mm-hmm. So then when he reveals that, oh, I'm a comedian, they're like, oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, they play dumb, mm-hmm. but they know exactly who Man. this person is. And they do that with these athletes because, obviously, they have money. They want to lock it down real quick. But he's like, yeah, I go to these games, and I can see, like, the girl, the way they dress. And, 
He's he's like I I can see them pointing, and then you can hear him like spitting out stats. Like they wow. know the numbers. It's way a strategy. Better. Yeah, it's a strategy. And then even when the football players come to the basketball games and they just sitting in the stands, the girls would be like, "Oh no, don't talk to him because he just hurt himself. Like they ain't signing wow. him." Wow. Yeah, and I'm just like, it's crazy. This is. This is kind of like what it is. It is what you it know is. what I mean? It's crazy. Wow. But. Well, <clears throat> I had the word that I want you to tell me what you think about it. Okay. Duplicitous. You heard of this? I heard of this word before. It's one of my favorites, though. Duplicitous. Duplicitous. Yeah, I heard this word. It's like when someone's like sneaky uh-huh. or doing something that's not all the way good. Mm, okay, okay. Duplicitous. Yeah, yeah duplicitous. Have, have you ever... I'm sure that you've been in a duplicitous situation with someone like mm-hmm. that can't be trusted, you know what I mean? Doing something yeah. like sneaky around you, like oh, yeah. very duplicitous. You ever had yeah, that? Yeah, of course. I mean, I feel like that happens to everybody, though. You always got to have like an eye in the back of your head because somebody around you always being sneaky. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's the way of describing like a, a friend of me. Oh, yeah. Very that duplicitous. Sure. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you can't. They're always doing something sneaky around mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, you know? I don't think I've ever had like a friend of me. If I did, I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have known. You're lucky though. Yeah, I've never been in like those type of situations. Not no frenemy type of situations. How about if you're the frenemy? <laughs> <laughs> That's impossible. That is. I like everybody. I know you're the best. Until you do something to me. True. Then I don't like you no more. Is that a Virgo thing? Or is that a you thing? I think it's a Virgo and a me thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not big on giving people chances. Yeah. I feel like when you do you show your true colors when I first meet you, that's that's the first impression you want to give then i'm good i don't need to know you anymore i get that mm-hmm. well um this has been super great of course man this is great i loved it i talk too much sometimes i think i get that from you no nah, i talked a lot in this one too this is i true. feel like i talk too much you know <laughs> so i always let you talk so because i could talk yeah, you know you can you can out talk me that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> well cool appreciate y'all for joining us we had a great time we'll see y'all later yeah. peace, peace out, out. And look, y'all have a happy Thanksgiving. And if you listen to this after Thanksgiving, I hope you ate good. And, re- and remember, if you're around your fam- family and friends, just that, just remember that reasonable minds differ. So it's okay to walk away. Peace out. Yeah.